Hello, hello. Welcome to Ignite Your Light with Zara Black. Today I wanted to talk about domestic abuse or domestic violence. I saw a post on um, Facebook and it, it was basically some men asking women questions. And one of the questions that a certain man asked was, why do you ladies love to stay with men who abuse you, who disrespect you, who cheat on you, and you're still like in the relationship and stuff like that? And then I think a lady or a man, somebody replied anyway, like a really, really good response to it. Um, and basically said, abusers break you down. They'll have it set up so you don't have very much support around you so that you only fall back on them as your only support system. So by the time that you think that, you know, you're going through some kind of abuse, you may not even have the strength to leave because they've broken you down so much. Maybe um, there's been a lot of emotional abuse. Maybe there's been a lot of mental abuse, psychological abuse, that a lot of the time you can't even tell that you're even being abused, which sounds insane to somebody who's never been abused before how do you know you're, you know, how wouldn't you know that you're, you're being abused? Sounds insane. But without physical abuse, sometimes it's very difficult to identify what is abuse, especially, and I say especially, if you've grown up in an abusive household, because that same vibration, that same energy around the house that you've grown up in is almost the same kind of, you know, energy or vibration that you will be used to. So when it appears in your adult life, you, you may be on a subconscious level, actually be I wouldn't say attracted to it, but you feel comfortable there because that's the kind of energy that you're used to. And that's why I, I would say that it's it's harder for somebody who has grown up in an abusive household to identify abuse because they may think, you know, this is normal or, you know, if this person is abusive to me or aggressive or, you know, belittling, critical, I'm used to it anyway. I mean, my mom used to criticize me all the time or my dad used to um, abuse me all the time or emotionally abuse me all the time. So if my partner is doing it to me tomorrow, I probably am less, I'm probably less able to recognize it because I'm used to it. You see, when you're a child, you don't have a choice to run away from the abuse. You know, if your parent beats you or your parent belittles you or emotionally abuses you makes you feel bad about yourself whatever your parent does to you when you're a kid you can't actually do anything about it you just have to get over it suck it up after all they're the parent you're gonna have to you know it's about survival instincts when you're a child you need your parents you need your parents for your survival they are the ones that provide your clothes they are the ones that provide the shelter the warmth you know all of that kind of stuff so you can't break ties with your parents when you're a child you you're dependent on them so even though they abuse you you have to you don't have any other choice but to go back to them 
And when you're used to this kind of mode of survival when you're a child, it's very, very difficult to break out of in your adult life. So let's say you got into a somewhat abusive situation, your brain has been trained that even though it puts up with abuse, it has to stay with the person. Do you see what I'm saying? Your brain already thinks that the abuse is okay. It's been trained to, th to think, even though this person abuses me, I still have to stay with them. I can get back with them. That kind of thing. The, the, it, it's not a deal breaker. <laughs> you know, as much as maybe somebody who hasn't grown up in that environment, who is not used to any of that kind of treatment, you know, maybe growing up in such a loving home. And even still, let me say, it's not just people who have grown up in abusive households that that can be abused. It's more likely that they, they do get into abusive relationships, but it's definitely not exclusive too, because abusers will abuse anybody. It's just that people who have not grown up in an abusive household are probably more likely to get away quicker. They may get away as soon as they're insulted or called a name or um, extorted out of some kind of money or, you know, even, yeah, just beaten, downright beaten. So they're more likely to get away quicker because they identify it as being, you know, oh my God, this is ridiculous. This is outrageous. I don't have to, you know, forgive and forget and skip over it. And, you know, I'm going to remember this because this is actually 100% abuse. Somebody that's maybe grown up in an abusive household may see it as, oh, you know, she was just angry that day or, oh, it's because I, I, I said something about his mom, then that's why he hit me. And, you know, maybe next time I won't do that kind of thing. You've been trained to blame yourself and, 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 um, basically looking back on what you did wrong to avoid the repercussions, to avoid the abuse, to avoid the beating, to avoid the, the argument, to avoid the, um, the abuse, whatever form that comes in. So I think sometimes, um, people don't even, uh, don't even identify as abuse, especially if you haven't been punched in the face, you know what I mean? If you've been punched in the face, it's so much easier to just walk. You know, I've, I've heard a lot of people say that the mental abuse, the psychological abuse is more damaging than actual physical abuse. Because if somebody physically abuses you, you know, the bruises will heal, the pain will go, that kind of thing. But with psychological abuse or mental abuse it's more it's on a deeper level like this person has really gone into your mind and poisoned things like messing with the way you actually think messing with like everything in your actual brain it's much more of a really really deep kind of invasion on your soul like it's a huge huge invasion that this person is doing and with that, it can be difficult for anybody to identify what this person is doing. Number one, if they haven't been through it before. And number two, you're not a psychologist, you know, you're not exactly looking for, for these kind of things in another person.
but I think it's really important that we all educate ourselves on um, personality disorders because even though we can just throw throw the words around like oh this person is a psychopath oh, this person is a narcissist oh that person's a sociopath oh, like these people actually exist I don't know what else to tell you but these people exist okay and they are not they cause maximum destruction in people's lives so trust me if if there is a sociopath around or a narcissist around or it's, you know whatever you will know about it okay because they cause maximum destruction to everybody that's around them and including themselves as well um, in some cases um, with narcissism and maybe sociopaths as well so it can be very difficult I mean just to give you an example of um, a certain kind of narcissist um, not too long ago so there's this there's this girl let me call her a woman rather this woman she's dating this man um, for about two years two years she's dating this man and then she she ends up meeting like his nieces and nephews a couple of times right and his nieces and nephews are you know kind of young you know 13 8 and whatever but the nephew um, who she met most of the time she he um is autistic so he he can't talk really or really communicate so this girl that's dating this man for two years she actually sees the nephew in a restaurant right so she notices that this um this eight-year-old boy and she thinks oh you know there's my boyfriend's nephew let me go up there and say hello um kind of thing um and she goes up to him and you know says hi you know this that and the other and then obviously the mother of the boy is like looking at her like what is who is this woman and who is this big woman and how do you know her you know to my eight-year-old how do you know my eight-year-old son kind of thing and then you know so she did does exactly ask oh sorry hi who are you and you know how do you know my son um and she says oh i'm you know let me call him craig i'll call him craig Oh, I'm Craig's girlfriend. You know how are you? Kind of thing. You know, I'm a. Uh, I know this is Craig's nephew. So you know, I was just saying hi to him. She was like, "What? This isn't Craig's nephew. This is Craig's son. You know, and I'm I'm Craig's I'm Craig's um, girlfriend for fifteen years. So you can't be Craig's girlfriend. So I mean, it all just hit the fan after that." This man lied about so many things. That wasn't his nephew. It was his um it was his actual son. The girl who was the niece is actually his daughter. The woman that he he told her was the sister ends up being the mother of the two children. It, it you know, everything just started hitting the fan and the, all the lies started popping out of the woodworks you know his financial situations he's um taking items from people um including his daughter to gift them to his girlfriend of two years which this girlfriend had to actually return the goods you know that uh <laughs> that was given to her because they actually belonged to the daughter just maximum lies 
maximum maximum lies too many lies you know this is the depiction of a narcissist somebody who has no chill no empathy okay you're lying to this girl for two years right knowing that you have a whole family somewhere else you know and here's the thing they will make it so believable you know they'll use the same names they'll tell you oh this is my sister or they'll tell you um this is my nephew or whatever meanwhile that's not no sister that's his woman that's not no nephew that's your damn son you know this kind of thing you know this man went as far as to lie that his mother was dead and he needs money for a funeral she's taken out loans to help with the cost of a funeral meanwhile the mother is alive they will do anything anything at all just to manipulate and fool people they are a hundred percent con artists that's what they are and it can be very 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 difficult to identify them because they're so charming in the beginning whatever you say i think this this girl had her fair share of like bad relationships prior to this one and you know she's confided in him you know oh this has happened to me i've been unlucky with love etc etc so he swoops in and you know tries to show her the kind of love that she's never had you know try and be that man that she's never had before do you know what i mean ticking all the boxes just making himself sound absolutely perfect like oh finally after all this bad relationships now i finally get a real man you know and then look at what happens you know <laughs> he's a narcissist that kind of thing with no empathy you know just watching her just believe this entire lie so it can be extremely difficult to 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 actually know what you're involved in sometimes you know <clears throat> but just going back to the point of you know why and I, I i i mean the reply to the post was um why women don't leave but i, I would just say people because this does happen to men as well this is not just an exclusive thing you know men are always the domestic abusers and women are always the victims because that's not always the case there's a huge majority of women who are the victims and men the perpetrators but it's not all because women can be perpetrators as well women do abuse men as well and men do stay in abusive relationships as well okay men do stay so just going back you know th this reply said abusers break you down okay they will break you down and i think that breaking down is more of a mental thing you know they'll start to make you feel insecure about your situation maybe you're financially dependent on them so you're thinking uh if i try and leave where am i gonna go maybe you have kids with the person you know my my children need their their mom in their life or their dad in their life or whatever i don't want to break up the family unit by leaving even though i'm unhappy this kind of thing you know just really shortchanging yourself and thinking that you know you're stuck inside this abusive situation like you actually believe that that you're stuck in it like you actually do not have the power to change it you do not have the power to get up and leave it this is this is almost your fate this is the cards that you've been dealt you've made your bed you will lie in it that kind of thing i know that was certainly the case with my um abusive situation because funnily enough like just going back i didn't actually 
I didn't actually know that I was in an abusive situation. I didn't know that I was in a domestically violent or abusive um, situation. And I think, just going back again, that's probably because I had a hard time identifying it because my dad was very abusive when I was younger. So naturally, I think somehow with all the kind of, even though me and my um, ex-husband would fight all the time and stuff like that, I would always just get over it because I, you know, it's that kind of survival mode, you know, we just get over it, you know, forgive and forget and move on. Let's just rock on. Let's just move forward kind of thing. Because, you know, in my um, home dynamic as a child, I had to rock on, you know, I, I didn't have anywhere to go. So I had to rock on. So no matter what my dad did to me, I had to suck it up. I had to move on. I had to just continue living. And I think that that same kind of unhealthy pattern, that unhealthy attitude I took into my adulthood. So when I did meet an abusive person, a manipulative person, yeah, I wasn't able to say, you know what, huh, on the first offense, you've done this to me, you've lied to me, or you've abused me, you've, um, you've, um, you know, insulted me or whatever, tried to belittle me. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. It wasn't a deal breaker for me because I'm used to it. I'm used to I'm used to that. I'm used to being abused all the time and then getting over it and just rocking on again. So what's going to stop me from doing that in my ad adulthood? And that's how it, it it just continues. But I didn't really know because it wasn't necessarily physical abuse, you know. And even the, the physical abuse, it wasn't like, you know, a punch in the face, a slap in the face kind of thing. So I didn't think, oh, I'm being abused because it wasn't physical. But I remember there was times that we would fight and maybe he would get a bit like physically aggressive with me. And I would just think, you know what? I just wish this man would hit me. I just wish that he would punch me in the face. I do. I wish he would. Like I actually want him to punch me in the face. Why? Not because I'm crazy, but because it's so much easier to know what the hell is going on in the relationship if the person just punches you. Do you know what I mean? I can't take the mental manipulation. I can't take the, the psychological abuse. I can't take the mind games. I can't take the, the lies. I can't take all of it. I'd rather you just punched me in the face and let's be done with it. Let me know that you are a physical abuser. Let me know that you're just a, you know, a woman beater or whatever. Do you know what I mean? I want to just know that, like, hands down, that you're an abuser so I can walk away from this situation, you know, and not be confused about what the hell is going on here. So I don't have to keep coming back to you thinking, oh, okay, so we had an argument last night, but, oh, I don't really know if it's, you know, enough to break up the whole relationship or whatever. Oh, sure, you lied about this situation, but, you know, let's just rock on. No, if you punch me in the face, that's a deal breaker. Hands down. It's a, it's a deal breaker for me. I, anyway, you know, so for me, it was so much easier. It would have been so much easier if he had just punched me in the face. I would have a hundred percent preferred that. So I know that even if I'm thinking about it tomorrow, I'm just like, nah, like that's a deal breaker for me. Like he's punched me in the face and I can't, I just cannot be with you anymore. 
but when they're not physically abusing you it's like all mind games it's all mind games it's 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 somewhat more dangerous i think when when it's emotional abuse or mental abuse psychological abuse because you just cannot you just can't put your finger on it honestly but i'm just here to say like whatever kind of abuse that i think people need to really really get what emotional abuse is and what psychological abuse is and all these other types of abuse even financial abuse because there are a lot of people financially abusing people um i was financially abused in, in my relationship but just to to you know take an example from this story that i told you about craig craig lied that his mother was dead just so he could get his girlfriend to take out a loan for him that's financial abuse but she may not even have known that she's being financially abused because she just thinks that the story is plausible his mum is dead why wouldn't you help your boyfriend if your, their mum died do you know what i mean but he is without any kind of empathy just lying through his teeth lying on his mum you know that his mum is dead just to extort money you know there's people that won't be truthful about their situations just like that you know maybe they'll say you know they're working and they're not working or they're earning a certain amount of money and they're not earning that or oh you know oh my credit's bad so i want you to take out a loan or i want this um specific bill to go in your name or i would like to put a direct debit in your name or under your account and don't worry i'll give you the money every month or do you know what i mean just mix up <laughs> mix up when it comes to finances and some of these people are doing it intentionally because they just want to extort you out of out of money so sometimes it's very difficult to even identify especially if you're like a very giving person and you just think oh well you know if somebody's in need well maybe i'm just gonna help them but some of these people are abusive they set out in the beginning that they are going to extort you they've set it up okay this is not an accident this is not oh i forgot to pay you back or whatever no 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 these people know from the jump that they are not paying anybody back they are not you know they, they're going to take that money and they're going to run you know i've seen people um take out cars take out loans of course you know in in somebody else's name you know and then when the relationship you know finally breaks up they're left with the big debt they're they're the ones you know being being left with the court summons and all the rest of it to come and pay the bill and obviously they don't want you know it's in their name at the end of the day so they have to pay you know they're the guarantor so they have to pay at the end of the day and the other one just goes scot-free finds another victim you know we've got gaslighting going on in relationships as well where you you may have seen something in the relationship let's say you've seen uh you know you see you you've seen the the, the man talking to somebody um you know, on, on what do you call it, Snapchat or whatever, yeah, or any kind of, you know, social media or whatever, you know, you've got this chick in his inbox, and then, you know, you see the text, and you're like, okay, you know, what's up with, with, with Hannah or whatever, and he's like, what, what are you talking about, you know, Hannah didn't text me, this, this, that, and the other, you're imagining things, you're going crazy, you need your head checked, you need, you need a, a mental examination, you need this, you need that, 
So you're thinking, hold on a minute, I, I know what I saw. But because the person is being so convincing with what he's saying, with the with the aggression that he's using, or the the back, you know, the kind of... um. The feedback that he's giving from the questioning, you know, I know what I saw, why are you texting Hannah? What? You need your head checked? You need this? I can't believe you would think I would be texting Hannah, blah, 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 blah. So then again, because of his reaction, it's actually training you to shut your mouth. Because you don't like that reaction, maybe the relationship most of the time is fine and dandy. But now you've gone and opened your mouth about Hannah and everything is just chaos you know you're starting to have arguments with this person it's just it's just it's not nice it's not nice and it's all because you opened your mouth about hannah how about next time you see a text from hannah you shut your mouth you know why because that's going to keep the peace i want the peace in my relationship so i'm going to shut my mouth when i see these things that's how people will allow people to cheat on them or allow people to get away with cheating on them because it keeps the peace. They love the person. They want to stay in the relationship with the person. So even though they see that the person is cheating, they might not walk away from the person because they love the person. They love the time that they have with that person and they don't want to break it up just because of Hannah. <laughs> you know, they're not going to let Hannah come in between the relationship. You know what I mean? So they would just turn a blind eye, you know? I've seen people, you know, have whole babies on people and they will still be there because, it, it, you know, it's not a deal breaker. They would rather stay in the relationship, you know, even though the person has had a baby outside of the relationship, they would rather stay in that because they want to keep the peace. They, that's, you know, they don't, in some cases, you know, I, I've, I've, I've made my bed and I'm going to lie in it. This is what, you know, I've, I've been subscribed to. This is the cards that I've been dealt. I'm not going to break up my relationship because of, of Hannah or Sarah or whoever else, okay? Let him do whatever he wants to do as long as he's coming home to me at night or what have you. Some people will turn a blind eye to it because, yeah, it's not it's not a deal breaker to them. Or, you know, sometimes, yeah, they the abuser may have broken them down to think that, you know, they can't do any better so they're going to stay in that relationship or they just love the abuser so much that it's like, you know, whatever you do, I'm going to stay with you, you know. So that's why um, a lot of people may stay in, in those kind of um, situations with cheating as well. Even with like physical abuse, you know, yeah, sure. If somebody punches you in the face, it's easier to identify and remember because they hurt. But some people will stay because they may actually genuinely blame themselves that they caused it they are the ones that opened their mouth and you know started talking about you know Hannah or what have you or you know whatever the pet the abuser you know hit you over oh maybe I should have just done things this way or maybe I should have just done stuff that way next time I'm gonna you see abusers train you how to behave it's like walking on eggshells just going back to like the dynamic at home for example if you if your parent beat you because you you know i don't know broke a curtain or something like that i don't know you naturally are going to learn from that mistake okay breaking curtains equals getting beaten so what are you going to do you're not going to break the curtains anymore 
and this is how abusers also train you you know questioning him about this or you know i don't know not putting the toothpaste cap on gets him in an argument with me so i'm not gonna do that anymore i'm gonna make sure that i put the toothpaste cap on or i'm gonna make sure that even if he's cheating i'm not gonna question him or even if um you know his dinner must be made on time whatever makes him angry right the person has is training you not to question them you know or i don't like it when you contact me you know i don't know when i'm you know with my kids or or after 10 o'clock or whatever do you know what i mean so naturally you don't want to see that person angry so you're not going to do the things that make them angry you're not going to contact him when he's with his kids or you're not going to um what was the other one you're not going to contact him after 10 o'clock or whatever that kind of thing best believe you'll be ready to contact him at 6 a.m you know but you know the person's almost training you and that's what abusers do they will train you into position you know and that's the kind of same thing as you know breaking you down um you might actually be very, a very functional and confident and happy person when you're in a situation like this it's not all everybody that's depressed and you know suicidal and all the rest of it um in these relationships sometimes you're actually a very happy and functioning person maybe it's just that you don't um you know you've been trained by the person that you love do you know what i mean there's a lot of, of kids who are being abused but they they're still able to to be very happy children and it's the same pattern you take into adulthood um you may have an abusive partner but you just rock on with it you're happy and functioning but you've been trained okay if i just if i just do this or if i just do that you're walking on eggshells in the relationship just to try and keep that abuser happy so i just wanted to round up on that about domestic abuse domestic violence why people stay in those relationships but i want to just encourage you if you haven't been in an abusive situation don't turn around and say oh yeah people that have been in abusive relationships are stupid or oh that could never happen to me or whatever whatever you don't know the kind of background that people have come from you don't know what they've been through you don't know why they are sitting in that relationship instead of you know saying oh you know why didn't you leave sooner you know because that's a common question that people will ask people who've been in abusive situations why didn't you leave sooner stop asking people why didn't they leave sooner and just congratulate them for leaving at all you know because it, it if they have left it, it it has been a huge step it has been a huge 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 step forward you know they're not willing to put up with the abuse anymore you know they've gone over all these hurdles they've gone over all these eggshells they've you know probably taken the abuser back you know 1500 times or whatever and finally they've decided to to move on you know i did know a lady and i <laughs> she was actually you know i think she's been with her husband for like 15 years or so and you know her husband is actually abusive like hands down he wasn't physically abusive but he had he's just horrible to her like so 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 horrible like he's horrible to her so disrespectful okay and she's in there and i remember she was like talking to me about women who are physically abused and she was like oh they're stupid i'm never gonna allow that in my life and this that and the other 
let me tell you, yeah, a couple of months after she said all of this, oh, yeah, women are stupid and this, that and the other, her husband was actually physically abusive with her and actually slapped her, yeah, in front of um, all her family members. This is why I say <laughs> you don't know what you would do until you're actually in the situation because, yeah, she was all saying she, oh, she would never allow that or this, that and the other, but next thing your husband slaps you and you're still in his house so you know what i mean you can't talk now so it's almost like you really can't talk unless you're in the situation kind of thing we'd all like to think oh yeah if i was in that situation i'd do this or i'd do that or whatever but sometimes you actually do not know what you would do if you're in the situation let's so let's support people who are um being abused or have been abused um and not shame them by calling them stupid and this, that, and the other. Let's just try to support them um, and congratulate them for actually leaving because it's a huge um, step forward, um, very brave um, to step into the future and, you know, looking forward and know that they're worthy of a healthy, balanced relationship, free of abuse, free of manipulation, free from lies, free from drama, okay? So I'm going to leave it right there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Ignite Your Light with Zara Black. Follow me on Twitter at Zara underscore Black, um, Instagram and Facebook at Zara Black. Thanks for listening.